0: Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk, in, in, talk radio. Radio. in Talk
1: Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kelly Collin is with us, and we play a show of hers once a year. And because it's so sought after, and so many people uh, love to hear her take on everything. And she does so much on her own, but she does so much to keep her dad's legacy alive, and George Colin Carlin's American Dream is, uh, is upon us, and it debuts this coming Friday, and very important to keep alive the legacy of a man who I, quite frankly, don't know where comedy would have gone without George Collin and, and Richard Pryor, but George Collin, especially in so many ways, what a brilliant man, thrilled to have Kelly Collin here with us. Kelly, how are you?
0: I'm doing great today. I'm uh, sitting in the fabulous New York City today.
1: Well, yeah, listen, nice to have you here. Does it feel like home, New York City? I know your father probably felt very at home in New York City, but I won't put words in your mouth or in his mouth. How did he feel about the city in general? Was he comfortable coming back here even when he was an L.A. guy?
0: Uh, oh, Frank, he loved the city. Every cell of his body loved the city. We, you know, we moved to L.A. for his career in the, in the mid-60s. Uh, but this was his town, and he walked the, the streets, and he taught me how to walk the streets in New York, and he loved every single person he came across. Uh, and this was his home. He was still close to all of his neighborhood friends he grew up with. Uh, we'd always go up to the neighborhood on the Upper West Side, uh, uh, you know, uh, basically Morningside Heights. And, uh, you know, he loved this town and taught me how to love it, too.
1: I don't want to spoil anything. I want everybody to watch, and it's back-to-back nights. Uh, part 1 debuts uh, Friday, and Part 2 comes upon us on Saturday. But did you get into his old friends? Did you get into folks that weren't famous, per se? Are there people talking about George Collins as he was before he was famous, or is it mostly a retrospective of his career?
0: No, it starts from the day he was born. Uh, his brother, Patrick, uh, is in the, is the documentary and one of his friends from the neighborhood is in the documentary. Uh, so there is some time spent on his origin story here in the city, talking about his parents and his growing up as a latchkey kid and all that kind of stuff, stuff he's talked about before, of course, and, uh, the neighborhood and, uh, Catholic church and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a well-rounded documentary, both personal life and his career.
1: This isn't a rhetorical question, but I'm curious. Is there anything that you learned about your dad in the making of this documentary, or is this maybe just a different take on it? Was anything new uh, come to light for you, Kelly Collin, on this documentary?
0: Yeah, I mean, there was no like major big life revelation, um, but Judd and and Michael Bonfiglio, uh, who were both the directors found so many archival things and and little facts about his career and stuff like that. So there's this uh, appearance by uh, Tony Orlando from Tony Orlando and Don, and he tells a story about my dad coming to him and wanting to be on the show, and it's a certain time in my dad's career. I I found that revelatory. A lot of audio tapes they found of my dad talking about different parts of his life, um, so, you know, really getting to, to hear the nuanced thinking behind his stances and his approach to his work um, and his approach to his life, uh, you know, so I, I did, I, I I discovered some things about my dad and um, it's, you know, and it's just also just really, really powerfully put together.
1: Did your dad understand his place in history? Was he hopeful of it? Was he not caring where, well, obviously, I'm sure everybody cares where their place is, but did he underestimate overestimate or and by the way it's very difficult to overestimate his place in history but did he underestimate or did he have have it kind of nailed where he would be after his death
0: uh, you know I kind of observed the last couple of years that he was alive that he really got he was the elder statesman of a generation of comics and that he had influenced he and Richard obviously had influ- Richard Pryor had influenced a lot of the comedy world the last 25, 30, 40, 50 years. So I think he he was really seeing that and, you know, and and got that. Um, And then 10 days before he died, he knew he was getting the Mark Twain Prize. That felt good to him and and felt like, you know, he was getting his due in that way. So, you know, he was a very humble man, but at the same time, you know, you can't deny. He always used to say, um, when people talk about comedy in the late half of the 20th century, Uh, they will have to mention my name.
1: Without question. I mean, if there was a comedy hall of fame, which I'm sure there is, there should be a whole wing dedicated to George Collins. George Collins... Go ahead.
0: Actually, I was going to say, at at the National Comedy Center in Jamestown, New York, there is a permanent exhibit of his stuff. I I donated his archives to them. It's an incredible national institution. It's a nonprofit. It's Lucille Ball's hometown and her vision. And so there actually is... It's not a comedy hall of fame, but, you know, if you want to go have some personal touch on George Carlin's archives, you can
1: go there. I'm so glad they did it. We've done whole shows and mini series on what they've done up there. You know, thank God. And what an appropriate place for it. You know, uh, Lucia Ball's hometown. George Carlin's American Dream will debut this weekend. Please, everyone, get it. HBO back to back nights, just absolutely terrific. Very appropriate place for a George Carlin documentary to HBO. Uh, He had so many great specials there. Let me ask you, who did your dad admire that we might not think of him uh, looking up to or respecting? Who did your dad have a great deal of respect for that we may not see as being obvious?
0: Um, you know, uh in the documentary they mention, they talk about how Sam Kinison ended up influencing my dad. Um uh, there's uh you know, he loved people like Norm Macdonald. Um you know, he 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 had a really eclectic taste. Uh obviously he was influenced by Lenny Bruce, um you know, uh Lord Buckley also the great uh, or orator I guess you could call him in the 50s um, and uh, you know but I I didn't sit around talking about comedy with my dad much so I really didn't know like his list but he admired a lot a lot of people he loved smart comics he loved people who were doing something interesting you know he loved interesting approaches to comedy Stephen Wright you know stuff like that.
1: Kelly give us your website social media site and anything else you want to add before we let you go.
0: Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at Kelly underscore Carlin, and uh, my website is the Kelly Carlin site, and you can have access to all sorts of things and all the things I'm up to there.
1: Kelly, congratulations on all your work. It's very important, and I say that sincerely. Thank you very much for being here.
0: Thanks, Frank, for having me.
1: Kelly calling everyone. Kelly Carlin is the daughter of the late, great George Collin and if you uh, haven't heard of work, tremendous work on SiriusXM and and so many other outlets. Yeah, Kelly Collin has done a great job. Again, you know we have a, an evergreen show of Kelly, and then we play it, you know, around Father's Day, and just and people are always asking, you know, to play it. And then people hear it and they think it's, you know, for a first time. But let me just tell you, uh, George Collin is legendary. There's no question that. His place and Richard Pryor's place is uh, are next to each other and you know, that's the Rushmore. If there's a two person Rushmore, there is a there's two people on it, and it's Richard Pryor and George Collin and, and everyone talks about Lenny Bruce and of course he gets his proper credit and he should in history, but what George Collin did and Richard Pryor did was uh, take it more into the mainstream and you know a lot of dark stuff from both of them but lenny Bruce being the first and again you know i you know I was too young for lenny Bruce and just uh, you know the, the movies and different things but uh but george colin and richard Pryor just absolutely are that two-person rushmore frank mckay signing up we'll see you next time on breaking it down
0: you've been listening to breaking it down With Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio.